0: All right, this is going to be an awesome opportunity to interview an awesome individual. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is your friend, C.L. King, with my co-host, Mike Black. And we are here live in the high-definition studios of Impactville. And we want to tell you that tonight's show is a treat for us because we've got a returning guest. You know, there's some some guests. Sometimes you uh, hope they never return, <laughs> but then, but then there's those guests that you are so glad that they they come back because they add so much value to your platform, to your audience, and then to you as an individual. David Delisle is such a remarkable human being. I, I mean, what I want to say about him, I probably can't say in the short amount of time I have to do this introduction. But David is a entrepreneur, he's a community leader, he's a financial expert, and he's also a great dad. And one thing about David is, is that he has taken a journey to realize how valuable and how important money is. He's been investing since he was 11 years old and he is passionate about the lessons he's learned and he wants to teach them the kids how to live a, a rich life and create freedom for what's most important to them. I mean, like teaching kids to have financial freedom at an early age. How amazing is that? He's teaching them to, to find what the awesome stuff is. David is a contributor to entrepreneur Yahoo news, go banking rates, a millionaire mentor for the money club and has been featured on the dad edge podcast, the mind of George Show, The the Handmade, Homeschooler, and Beyond Success podcast, as well as Impacting Life 24-7. He loves being outdoors with his family, laughing and being with friends, traveling the world, connecting over a perfect cup of coffee. And what you're going to learn tonight is he has written a book that is right behind me, The Golden Quest. I keep it on hand so that I can refer to it myself. And he's, he's... He's made this great depiction of a journey of how to understand and spend money. So welcome to our virtual studios, none other than, none other than the author, the friend, and the philanthropist, Mr. David Delal. Welcome, sir.
1: Thanks so much. It is so fun being back here. I do really love this show, your audience, and... And the magic that happens here. So
0: yeah, I'm you know, excited. it's almost like just a friend reunion now, isn't it, bro?
1: It is. But yeah. I hear that uh, Mike's going to be doing an interview tonight. So yeah, I'm. You know. a, I, everybody <laughs> knows
0: we we put out a little sob story on my page the other day that I I just I just you know this is like the first day I've been out of bed since last Friday, just battling this flu, temperature and stuff. So I didn't want to exert too much energy and then fall out in the middle of our interview. So <laughs> I said, Mike, you gotta do the heavy lift of the night, brother. And of course Mike's well capable for doing it. So uh with no further ado, let's go, Black.
2: Hey David, uh thanks again. Uh CL always does such wonderful uh introductions. I mean he is the master of that. So thank you CL and David it's great to see you and connect with you. So you know our audience uh listens around the world and around the country. Uh, can you, we want you to connect with them. Can you tell us and tell our audience how to connect with you?
1: Uh, so, yeah, so the best way is to find me on my website at theawesomestuff.com. But I'm slowly getting into the social media world as well. So, you can also find me on TikTok and Instagram at theawesomestuff as well. And you'll find me there trying to share, I try to share daily little tidbits and, and pieces of advice. So, okay that's, that's where they can find me
2: wonderful wonderful yeah that social media uh you know we, it is it is uh, a lot to it and so yeah it's definitely get in there and utilize it um so <clears throat> we here in impactville you know, i'm in new Bern and mr is down there in jacksonville uh but we know we have some might have some new listeners
1: um so for them can you tell us a little bit about yourself Sure. Um, I know there's so much to get into, so I'll keep it keep it short. I was always a bit of a money nerd. So I started getting into finance when I was like 11 years old. And it wasn't because my parents were into it. I was just that kid that liked reading finance books. And so I've always been involved with finance and investing, even though I didn't choose it as a career path. And started investing when I was young, buying real estate in my 20s, and really achieved Uh, you know, semi retirement. And uh, by the time I was 40. Mm -hmm. And along that journey, I've got two young boys, they're now 13 and 10. And a few years ago, I was trying to think of the stuff I want to pass on to them. And that's what got me back into just reevaluating all the stuff I discovered about finance over the years, and trying to figure out how to teach that to kids and do it in a fun way, which is which is why I wrote my book, which just came out earlier this year a graphic novel that teaches kids about money called the golden quest. So that's, that's the short synopsis.
2: Oh, that's really awesome, man. I tell you, when I was a kid, I didn't think uh, they didn't teach us anything about money, really balance, a checkbook, nothing budget, yeah. but you read those as a kid. Yeah. That I was impressive. I, I was, mean,
0: I was kind of laughing at that black because I'm just like, <laughs> I was ready to play Atari as a kid. This brother's reading financial magazines. I wonder and, he was and, able to retire.
2: And we see who's having the last laugh, laugh now. Yeah, yeah, he's laughing all the way to the bank. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That is super awesome. Um, and so, your graphic novel, "The Golden Quest," uh, as a young boy and, the, uh, and his dog Shelby uh, on a hero's journey, to discover the golden rules of money. Can you tell us those rules and why they are so
1: important? Sure, and I'll try to again blast through these audience. So first off there's only four rules. And the reason there's only four is because a lot of this is a lot simpler than we think it is. So don't let don't let anyone try to overcomplicate it and trick you. And that's, that's what I'm trying to do is make finance something that people just find easy. So rule one, and this is to me the most important rule and really where my passion is and why I'm doing this to begin with. And this is what we usually don't learn. When we think about money, we learn always how to have more or that's what we're trying to learn but the first rule is based around why you want money in the first place what is it that really lights you up and makes you happy and i call that the awesome stuff so the first rule is only buy the awesome stuff and that rule basically once you really nail that down it breaks that cycle of always wanting more and never having enough. Because Mm -hmm. it's it's powerful and it sounds simple, but it's so powerful. And a five year old can get that. And it's that is that is why I'm doing this. And that's my my favorite rule.
0: Now hold on David because I wanna I wanna make sure that we wrap our head around this Mike. Okay. So can you give us kind of like a can you play this out for us? Like what would what would equate to only buying the awesome stuff. How do we how do we exercise that?
1: Yeah. And I mean, I, I think back to like our first our first time we spoke and we started talking about this. And this is why it's so important because it even in our conversation, I remember it landing and it's shifting. And what you thought was your awesome stuff changed during our conversation, which is so amazing. Because there's no there's no judgment around it. It's not there's no right or wrong it's how you feel about it and once you land on it those feelings can change so the awesome stuff it's something that you can feel in your body and so with a young young child for example in the book as you're describing it even a five-year-old you start talking about like what are what's the one thing they love the most they've got a room full of toys they might have stuffies they might have lego they can have a million things but we all know If we're doing that road trip and they forgot that thing at home or it got lost at a hotel, we as parents know what those items are that are more important than anything else. And even young kids can get it. And that is that awesome stuff. And then as adults, as we get older, it's those things that light you up. Like when you start talking about something and you lean in and you just can't stop smiling and you can feel it in your entire body you're you're getting close to the awesome stuff and again there's no there's no right or wrong and you'll notice and i found this for myself it changes so just being aware and asking the question what brings me the most joy it changes and it continually amplifies and it's almost like thinking of like money with exponential growth it's the same thing the more you're focused on it the more you start attracting and finding and doing more of those things that light you up and ignoring the others and really noticing, well, yeah, that thing, like it's cool and it's fun, but that's not my awesome stuff.
0: That's awesome, man. Okay. Did we get back? Is that number one?
2: (laughs) Yeah, that that was just the first one, but I was just curious if you're willing to share what is something you, uh, your awesome stuff that you,
1: you've bought, if you're willing to share, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but no, no, I love it. Um, I mean, for me, Travel for sure. Like I really love travel and experiencing new things. So when I think of travel, I'm not referring to being a tourist, going to Paris for a week, hitting all the highlights and coming home. Like I love travel where I'm experiencing something completely new. We would do as, as families home exchanges, So we would to spend, you know, weeks or months in a place and really get to know it. And some of those things and those experiences, just phenomenal and, and having that freedom to be able to do that. So freedom really is a lot of my awesome stuff. Having that flexibility to do these things. Tomorrow, for example, I think it's tomorrow, it's coming up pretty soon, I'll be in a kindergarten or welcoming new kindergarten students to my son's school. I love that. I just did that with the pre-Ks recently, and I have the flexibility to be able to do that in the middle of a day, go volunteer to school, meet new families, welcome to the school, see these little kids light up and, for me, that's the freedom of being able to do that is for sure something that lights me up and is my awesome stuff.
2: That's awesome, man. I love that about the travel because I like to travel too. And of course I travel differently. And if you've listened to the podcast before, uh, I've I've told the audience about that, but that's really awesome, man. So now we're looking at number two and I love that you broke that down and spent a lot of detail on that. Cause I mean,
1: who doesn't like awesome stuff, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's, That is the most important lesson Mm because then you just start getting lit up. You don't, that whole comparison or jealousy or keep up with Joneses. It fades more and more, the more you're doing the stuff you love, because Mm -hmm. then you don't care if someone has, you know, they just bought some fancy new thing. You can be happy for them because you also have all the stuff you love because you're seeking it. And it's just phenomenal. So yeah, yeah. Let's get into that other ones because we don't want to run out of time here. So, so next, that's that's around mindset. Then I start building into the habits that actually create wealth, because okay. especially for young kids, but even for our older uh, listeners, starting that journey to growth and and creating wealth really is more about habits than knowing anything else. It's not about math and knowing markets and, you know, being a money nerd like I was its habits. So the second lesson is always save first. And the reason for that is, we've all tried to budget, there's very few people that can successfully budget, it's almost impossible. So this idea of saving first, puts that at the beginning. So rather than trying to watch your money and figure out what you're going to do, and then save at the very end and not having any money, do it at the beginning. And we've heard that before from other people. But really, that habit is so valuable. And a good example is if we think of our taxes, which is a huge portion of what we earn, we pay in taxes, but it's automated. So we don't even notice it. So we don't realize that half our income is going to taxes because it's just automatically taken off our paychecks for most most of us. Same idea with paying yourself first or saving first. That habit will then start that journey to creating wealth. And you can't. There's no way you can create wealth without first saving. So that's the second habit and lesson in the book. Okay. Third, third, we then get into sending your savings to work. So this is that idea. I was trying to think of it fun for kids, but it's the idea of investing, because savings great, but there it doesn't matter how much you earn or make. No, nobody has created a large amount of wealth through purely saving and without taking advantage of compound growth. Compound growth really is where you take your money and it just expands. And Warren Buffett would be a great example. Like we think of him as one of the best investors of all time. A lot of that is simply because he's lived as long as he has and invested for as long as he has. So that compound growth, his money is growing and his money is growing well beyond anything he's able to save or earn so his money is multiplying every five to ten years actually closer to five so if you think of even all the wealth he's accumulated if over the next five to ten years all of that doubles again that's the compound growth that's the investing and that's the difference between saving and investing
2: Awesome, man. Wow. And and you mentioned that it's very hard. It's a very simple rule, but it's hard for people. Um, why do you think it's so hard for people? Is it just something that they just have to just commit to, you know, making that a priority? Or what do you, what do you think? I know you're not a financial planner, but I know you're yeah. the expert here. So
1: <clears throat> well, with the savings, it's because human nature would typically spend what we have and that goes in both directions. So if you have more, you typically will spend more. And if you have less, they'll typically spend less. Okay. And and it just is human nature. So if you think of your home, for example, for most of us, our home is the most expensive home we can afford. And if we had more money, we'd probably live in a more expensive home. That's right. For our car. Sorry, see right. all your kids? <laughs> what
0: are
2: you right. saying? Oh, he just kind of came back on the screen. Is that what you said, David?
1: Oh, I wouldn't trip yet. And he was was jumping in there. But that's that's exactly it. It's that habit because we do and we don't even realize we do it. But we do. So as soon as you create that habit, you just get less used to having less and naturally will spend less. But for you to have the money in your hand and see it and know it and not have the have it built in and not spend it. Like I said, there's very few people who can successfully do that and most of us don't and that's why most most of us don't achieve the savings that we plan to achieve yeah because there's just we run out of the money at the end. wow well ladies and that's gentlemen
0: it. before we before we uh go on to the next question i just want to let you know that we're joined by my friend david delisle friend to impact life 24 7 i got the book right in my hand The Golden Quest. I had to go off camera to go get it because I didn't want y'all to see. You can only see the top of this outfit, (laughs) 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 y'all. I've been been in my pajamas all week, yo. I got to, you know what I mean? I did want you look good
1: from the way you, uh, you know what I'm called. saying?
0: I wanted I wanted to make sure I dressed up for my guest, but uh you can find him at the awesomestuff.com. It's in the chat, of course, for our podcast audience. <coughs> for our podcast audience, it'll be in the description there. David Delisle has been on our show for the second time. We've already given him an invite to come back. We're gonna do a kickoff maybe at the beginning of the year to talk about financial things with kids. And uh, this this book, look how well it's presented. It's uh it's hardcover. It's uh it's kind of got the Calvin and Hobbes feel to it with the journey. And uh, you can you can go get it right now at Amazon, right, uh, Dave?
1: Yeah, it's at a, on Amazon under the title of The Golden Quest.
0: Yep, just go to the or
1: or bookstores as well. If you request in a bookstore, they'll they'll go Bring it in for you.
0: Yep. So man, anywhere you want to get this book, I you know, I got my copy. And so you need to get yours and just and uh, reach out to Dave. Uh how do people get a signed copy though? Can they get a signed copy, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't
1: given up, but maybe you, you you reach out to me and tell me that you're I'll, put, on, you right? the, I'll yeah. put you on the <laughs> I'll put you on the hook. <laughs> I'll right? <laughs> so, put you on the hook, So you listeners. All right, okay. man.
0: We appreciate it, Dave. All right, I'm sorry for interrupting. Go ahead, Blatt.
2: That's good. Um, so we went over the first three. Did you say the fourth one? I don't think you did, Mr. Dave. No,
1: so the fourth one, and then I could wrap it all up because okay. then there's basically all wrap up. But the fourth one, and this one, I'm sure is, is close to CL's heart and it is to mine. It's the idea that give and you'll have more. Mm-hmm. And this is another one of these important rules. And for me, it's actually one of the trickier rules because there's a real scarcity mindset that comes into play when you start giving and it's hard to recognize that there is something amazing about just the concept of giving that more comes back and and not it will come back financially but not just financially in a million different ways and so I try to illustrate that in the book real time of how the simple act of giving can come back and actually make your life richer and so that's the fourth rule which sort of closes again on mindset so those simple habits to build the wealth and then the mindset piece with the giving and really that those four rules for people of any age like the young kids get it because they don't have the same feelings and emotions around money that we sometimes do as adults but these rules are the same as as I'd want to give any any adult looking to sort of embarking on this journey, because that really is the fundamentals. Everything else that we think about is noise. And the idea with these rules, why they're so important to me, what what the goal is in my mind, if you follow these rules, rather than constantly be seeking more and never quite feeling that like you have that rich life, this puts you on a journey to create that rich life, get your money working for you, so you have the freedom to do what it, basically most important to you and that's the awesome stuff so it comes full circle right back to empowering you to pursue that awesome stuff and figure out what's really important to
0: you man that's powerful again david delisle the author i I just reached out to one of our sponsors he's the author of the golden quest and this this he teaches kids uh, uh but you start five starting at age five on up i've given this out to some kindergarten teachers and and he was kind enough to help us distribute it to uh, some community action folks there with a back to school rally that you gave Greg some books there and uh, one of the things that I really love about what what Dave Delisle is doing and I'm I was talking to one of our sponsors Dr. Nate Dunlap who is a financial he's been he's been trying to talk to people about getting prepared financially for years through his organization the PRF Institute and I told him in, in the chat, I said, Doctor, I want you two to connect because Doctor Dunlap is speaking f- at at the the adult level, and Dave is speaking at man catching them early. Man, if Mike, imagine if we could join these these two together, brother. What a don! I mean, like we could we could do a whole week with these two on a panel. You know what I mean?
2: Oh, definitely. And just they have so much knowledge and wisdom and yeah, and and just information with investing and saving. And it's funny, Dave, because I just had a thought about that book, you know, it's a children's book. But in some ways, just the way you describe it, I think it's an adult book, because it's like so many adults don't have that concept. But then it's like cyclical. So the parents don't teach the children about money and their children. And it's just like, it's a vicious cycle. So I imagine that, you know, like people that aren't taught about money, what do they know? they don't know anything because they're not taught about it. So they make all the bad choices and all those wrong decisions that you describe. And they just make it over and over and over. And it's just, I can imagine it's just a big frustration. Like a whole life's worth of frustration.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, it it does. And so I did actually write, I did secretly write the book for adults. I Uh, do hope that people give it out to high school grads or, you know, people just embarking on college or their first, Jobs give it to the to them as well, and really, what I've done, which is maybe a little sneaky, is I wrote it so the five year olds can learn it and teach their parents. That's really that's really what it, what I'm hoping will happen, and I'm I'm seeing it happen. Parents will come back to me; they'll read to their kids, or their kids will tell them something, and and it lands. I mean, there's are yeah. simple messages that anyone anyone can get, and we aren't being taught
0: them. Well, that's good. And, you know, Dr. Awesome. Dr. Dunlap says in the comments, he says, you know, he's being asked to bring what he does to kids, but he said, but but since that's not my wheelhouse, hmm, maybe, maybe this is a good, you know what I mean? This is a good collaboration because I've had Dr. Dunlap on our show many, many times. Uh, he's the head of the PRF Institute, and he talks about, uh, planning, planning, finances, and resources, and uh, y- you know he 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 really convicted me when I first met him because he's like, "Are you ready to check out of here? Is your is are your fa- affairs in order, or are they going to have to do a GoFundMe to bury you? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and wow. it's like planning, you know what I mean? And so what you're doing, Dave, on the front end is just like, you, but you're but you're not making it so scientific. Right? You're like weaving it into this journey on this uh, this, this amazing journey, man. That, that's like by the time they're finished reading the book, they're financial experts.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, because most of us aren't money nerds. Right. That's the thing. And we think it's more complicated than it is. And there's something about it that scares people away. And I'm trying to not scare them. And so you might like this then. So this is, um, I haven't announced this yet because it's still early stages. But I'm in the process of working with someone, uh, a business partner, who also is about financial literacy for kids, but he targets adults as well, just like your friend, Dr. Dunlap. And we're looking at putting together a conference for families,
0: so the entire
1: family can learn about finances together. And so we're just in the, the early stages of, of rolling something like that out for for next year.
0: Well, listen, I'm not a financial expert, but I am a motivational speaker, so I can come and shake the I can come shake the trees if you need a really <laughs> hype speaker. You know what I mean? De- keep a brother in mind. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna extend our time because I do want to give him the full benefit of of you know the things that we want to reveal to our audience. So, yeah, for those of you tuning in, Mike Black is the lead host tonight. I am sick as a dog, but we're blessed to have in our virtual studios the great David Delisle. He is the author of the Golden Quest, the book I have in my hand, and he teaches a young a journey of to a rich life, teaching us how to only buy the awesome stuff. And you can get with him at theawesomestuff.com. I am like juggling all the duties tonight, uh, Mike, because usually <laughs> Greg's running the chat, and I am just like I am like I am kind of liking the behind the scenes thing. Go ahead, bro.
2: I got you. Uh, David, uh, it's on your website, and I'm sure it's in your book, you indicated that 39%, a staggering statistic there of millennials worry about money. Um, they it, it's like a once a week type of worry. Um, this demonstrates that we haven't done a very good job teaching them about money. Uh, in your book The are going to quest help us. Uh, you're trying to change that number. So unpack that a little bit for us.
1: Yeah, it's, I think we we are learning the wrong things about money. So we're either chasing, you know, really quick money, which we see a lot of advice right now on the internet on, you know, different things to invest in to make money fast, but it's risky. And we've gotten away from the basics and the fundamentals of just investing over time in a simple manner where you're not stock picking, you're not market timing, you're getting the average of the market with time on your side. And I mean that's that's how Warren Buffett created his wealth. Like there's no magic there. And a lot of people have created their wealth that way. I mean, yes, there are different starting points for everybody, but that is the key. And it doesn't take, just like CL said, it doesn't take all this science and math and all these mm-hmm. other things. It's those habits, the habit of saving, having it do its thing and not having to overthink it. And that will take away the worry. So my, my hope, I don't mention in the book, but my hope actually isn't, to walk someone down a path to create to a specific amount of money or to make millions it's to get to a point where money fades into the background is something you don't think about at all that's Mm -hmm. actually what i'm hoping to achieve and that comes right down to that stressor it doesn't matter if you have a thousand dollars in the bank a hundred thousand or ten million if you don't learn these lessons you will still be stressed about money and we see it all the time with you know, our athletes and our performers and actors stressing out of money, going bankrupt, striving for more. Without these habits and the mindset, it's it's always going to be a worry.
0: You know, David, somebody said something to me. Did you get my message, Mike? No, so, I didn't. Just check your Sorry message. About that. Some, somebody said something to me the other day. They said, I, I said, oh, man, you're making a good salary. And they said, it's not good enough. They said, I want to get to the point where I don't have to worry about balancing my checkbook. And I said I thought about that, and I said okay, I, I, but I understood what the premise was—that you don't have to, you don't have to worry or think about money. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh gosh, I, I, is, am, are we going to keep the lights on this month? And and I want to say this, Dave, <clears throat> because what you're what you're doing right here is is powerful. Dave Delisle, uh, theawesomestuff.com. I watch moms and dads, and and y'all gonna get mad at me, but. You'll get over it and come back. I watch moms and dads cart their kids to football, ballet, karate, dance, and everything else, right? I watch, I watch moms and dads literally have to swap cars to make sure that Billy is at softball and Johnny is at, you know what I mean? Like it, their life is just nothing but going to these sporting events for their kids. And now that's fine. And I'm not going to be a Debbie Downer there. But then when they graduate high school, they don't know how to balance a checkbook. They don't have, they don't know what it means to save. And uh, you know, if we start now, we, a a mom and dad can weave this type of stuff into their, their
1: everyday life. Right, Dave? Oh, for sure. Like it's ideally it wouldn't be, like I said, I, I just blasted through the four lessons. That really is it. I mean, I get people asking some of the specifics, okay, where do I go or what do I do or how do I make this happen? Happen, But most of those specifics, that's just seeking help. That's going to a bank. That's going to a financial advisor. Right. That habit and those lessons, that's it. So with young kids having that conversation, money comes in, let's save some first and invest it. And this is how we do it. And it's just systemized and it's automated and they get used to doing it and then in their 20s and 30s, they keep doing the same thing, that's it. It doesn't have to be much more complicated than than that. And same with that awesome stuff, you know, they wanna buy something, we don't, rather than saying no or we can't afford it or pushing on guilt or doing whatever we do as parents, we just simply ask them, is that your awesome stuff? Let the child look at it, reflect and ask themselves. And even young kids, like they know what really is valuable to them and brings them happiness and what it isn't. And they'll make mistakes along the way. But yeah. that's, you know, it's the same as when we say, you know, look at, look at, you know, an adult in the eye or a person in the eye or say, thank you. And, you know, and yeah. when you're leave like teaching manners is the same way, you just weave it in in this simple way where it's, it's not overwhelming. And it's not this onerous task of I'm going to taking your money, or I'm doing this, or we got to learn about these things. You don't, you just have to start those habits and get used to it.
0: I love the word that he used, Mike, he said habits.
2: That's it, man, just Because it, if you create, they say, what is it? 21 days to create a habit or something like that. I've heard that before. Yeah, that is, that is super awesome. Um, we're uh, going to wrap up here with the last one that says, uh, so tell us what
1: you hope that the readers take away from the golden quest, David. Number one, for sure, because I see this all the time. Like even this conversation, like even what see, I'll just said, we are intimidated or we have feelings associated with it or just, Things that our parents have taught us, there's ways we think about money that make it seem more complicated than it is. And it just isn't. So just getting to the place where you know, like a five year old, I've got three year olds who have flipped through the book that can't even read and they just flip through the pages and they can get some of these early concepts. It is not complicated. It can be fun, it can be easy, and that's it. Just And it's just by having these conversations. Having the conversations, and Taking money out of the shadows, so it's not something we're we're scared of, and, you and know, all of a sudden we won't have the stress.
0: You know, Dave, I, I I'm just look, looking at this too, man. Like we we can start at any level. You know what I mean? Like we, we can start at any level. I remember when I did the Dave Ramsey, you know, uh, whatever that's called, I forget. But uh, we were we were living in a trailer, man. I wasn't nearly the wealthy individual that I am today but we started with just what we what we could do you know what i mean and then what we found was wow now we can do 5% more and 10% more and watching that grow was and i think man if we show that to our children early you know what i'm saying like that whole saving piece that that's just really remarkable so um that's that's pretty phenomenal black you're when
1: starting starting at any point like you just said if yeah. you imagine if you had to start today from square one again how much you can still do it but just start start as soon as you can because once you start it just gets easier
0: yeah
2: nice well david it has been such a pleasure and thank you for uh coming on the show tonight we know that you've been here before and we're so happy to have you back next year um so we'll give you the last last minute or so and just speak to the mom teachers out there on why they should get your amazing book and uh thank you so much for coming on with us tonight it's been a pleasure
1: yeah i love coming on the show so i mean i'll take the last minute just to say thank you again i do love coming on this show and yeah i'd love people to get the book and just just make this an easy simple conversation and really i'm trying to take take judgment and emotion out of money and make it easy again and that's what this does. And that's why the book is fully illustrated as a graphic novel, just making it fun again, which is really what it should be.
0: All right. Well, you heard it from the expert and the the friend of this show, David DeLau. David, man, I look forward to seeing you back again at the beginning of the year. I hope that I'll feel better so we can be bouncing off the walls. But uh, we did good tonight, man. We was on our best behavior, right? Greg will <laughs> <Greg'll> be happy. <laughs> Great job. And uh, again, you know what I'm going to do? Uh, for those that reach out, I got I, I'm not telling you how many I have left, but for those that reach out, uh, we'll ship a, 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 one Golden Quest book to you. If you'd like to have a, have one tonight, just uh, message me, uh, CL King, and uh, we'll get you this. Get this in your hands tonight, because that's what it's about, man. It really is about connecting. And I was telling a group to this, this today, man, I want to add value to not just what you do, but I want to add value to your life and add and connecting David with somebody who wants to take this journey and he can help them. Man, that's what it's all about. So reach out if you like your copy. I'm only gonna keep that open for tonight. Don't reach out tomorrow because because it's going back on the shelf. All right, Dave. Hey, look, man, we appreciate you, man. We'll talk to you in a couple months, okay?
1: Sounds good. You get better over there, and thanks again. It all was right. uh, it's fun as always. All right, have, Bye, a, great, David. have a great Have night, a great night. Bro. Take care, guys. See you.
0: All right, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, that was David Delisle, <sighs> and I, I'm like, I, I hope they can't see the sweat on my face. Can they? Can you see it, Blake?
2: No. Okay. Look, yeah. I mean, you did great, man. We, uh, you know, we go back and forth. You know, pretty awesome. Like it's not even scripted.
0: Yeah, man. That was, <laughs> you know what? That's because that's, that's what. That's what we do, baby This is what we do, baby So David Delisle, TheAwesomeStuff.com Get your copy of his book Mike, I just want to say publicly That I know I know this is not your chief forte But man, when I call on you You are always here And uh, I call on some other folks, bro and they, right. hem, they hem-haw around and hiccup and carry on. I don't call on them no more. I guess. But when I call on you, would you hush? When I call on you, you're always there, man. You might be late, but you're always there. <laughs> and this is why you, Greg, and I are in business together. Uh, Impact Life 24-7 LLC. I wouldn't trust anybody else on this journey to go with us where we're going. We're going to be a multi-million dollar company, brother. We're going to use some of his principles. If CL can quit spending all the money, right? Yes. Yes. You need to
2: read that book, dog. Don't, don't give it away. You need to read it. Again. But,
0: but ladies and gentlemen, these, these fellas have jobs. They have wives. Mike's wife is recovering from rotator cuff surgery. Um, so he needs to be attending to her and i told him i just didn't i didn't have the ability to carry the show tonight and uh just on the fly man i said i need you and uh mike black was there so on behalf of my me as a friend i really appreciate you brother and i think thank you for that
2: yes sir man it's my pleasure man and uh good good great job tonight and thank you for doing the broadcasting in the middle you're always so good at that you know announcing it through the middle i would be forgetting that so I'm sorry yeah, I didn't, uh, it's jump all good, in to man. do that
0: it's all good
2: man we we so
0: hey hey everybody won't be on this show bro that this is the show right here <laughs> this is the spot to be impactville man so go get your copy David DeLau, the author of the Golden Quest and uh, you can find him at the dot com. All right, man, well, we'll talk to you guys on Thursday where we'll be having Michelle Perry, one of our sponsors. She's one of our platinum sponsors, and she is a ball of fire. So get ready for Michelle Perry. Mike, you better strap in on that day, bro. I will, man. <laughs> I'll take some extra night quail because gonna, I'm going to need it on that day. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys for tuning in. and Give your closing thoughts, Black.
2: Yeah, I just think that tonight's message was so on point. I mean, with the way things are in the world right now, people stressing about money, uh, what a simple way, what a simple message. And I I really enjoyed how I got him to admit that this children's book is for adults secretly. And uh, so, man, what what a positive message tonight and just thankful that we can get on there and share. And I hope that uh, others will take something out of this message tonight, myself included. And uh, I'm just very grateful and... Camille's doing well. She brought me a cup of coffee before the show. So that was very nice of her to do that. That's right. You better bring so, my
0: coffee, Camille. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I s- didn't know she would bring it. I just threw it out there and, she, and then she brought it in here. So I was very thankful. Yeah,
0: he, he, he was like, thank you, honey. And then when she when she walked out the door, he's was like, you
2: better bring my coffee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he said it real low, though.
2: <laughs> I, I was I thought I was muted. Oh, I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just All right,
0: kidding. man. Well, listen, God bless you guys. We'll see you back here at Impact Life 24-7 on Thursday at 7 p.m. for another exciting episode of, of what we do best, try to impact one life one day at a time. Have a good night, guys.
2: Good night, everybody.